everyone, and welcome back to Basically Everything, a podcast where Gen Z share their ideas on world and social issues. We evaluate problems and inspire teams across the world to consider new insights. Without further ado, let's get into our episode. Hi guys, I'm Bavia. I'm Sean. And I'm Sherry. We're your hosts for today's episode. Now, most of our listeners have already returned to school or will be returning in the next few days. A lot of things have changed since we last went in person to school. New problems and dilemmas have appeared that we've never seen before. So the hosts at Basically Everything have decided to help you adjust the new normal at school with this special back to school episode. Some of the topics we'll be touching on today are time management, masking up, and COVID guidelines anxiety and mental health, being nervous before studying at a new school, and studying tips. People of all ages suffer from poor time management. In the days of social media and the endless internet, even the best of us find ourselves spending way too much time on our devices. We all have before or after school commitments, and it can be a handful to deal with it, especially when conflicts arise between activities. Prioritizing is a skill that we all need to master. Yeah, and I completely agree. Like, I've had a lot of trouble with time management in middle school. And one thing that really helped me was to set my priorities straight. Like, if I had conflicts between activities, I would have to determine which one I thought was more important and just go to do that activity. Because, um, or else if you try to do both of them at the same time, you're not going to succeed. Because it's, like, it's really hard to multitask for me. How about you guys? Yeah, and uh, since um, I'm doing cross-country in high school, that takes off, like, two hours from, like, my after-school time. So then that gives me, like, less time to, like, balance out my, like, dinner, my, like, homework time, and, like, my instruments. So then, so then I wrote, so as a plan, I wrote, like, a schedule for myself to plan out everything. So what about you, Fabia? Um, well, for me, I find that keeping myself busy is what keeps me away from the internet. So in the spring, I joined track, and that took out like a good portion of my day. And all that exercise kind of made me feel more energized, which is kind of the opposite you would think it would do. And I spent more time reading instead of watching TV. And it was really positive for both my health and for how much time I was spending on my devices. Yeah, like I... I feel like everyone in our generation um, is addicted to our screens because there's TikTok, there's Instagram, there's Facebook. I don't think anyone in our generation uses Facebook, but we just keep on scrolling through and through those social media devices. And it's one, it's not good for our eyes. A lot of people in our generation suffer from uh, poor eyesight and two, it's addicting. And then we feel less productive and we don't get to get things done that we would have wanted to get done. So I found it best to just like, while I was studying and doing other things, to give my phone to my parents or just like put it somewhere where I cannot see it so I can actually focus on doing my work. How about you guys? I did the same thing. I also put um, screen time limits on all my devices. And I personally don't think it works for me because it gives you the option to like keep reminding you every 15 minutes. And 
what happens is if you're really watching something that you're really like interested in, you keep pressing remind and it just keeps snoozing it. It's like if you set an alarm and you kept pressing snooze, before you know it, you've already slept for an extra hour. It doesn't do much for me, but I'm sure that for other people it might work. Yeah, from personal experience, like like uh, scrolling on like social media, it consumes a lot of your time. Like you think only like 10 minutes has passed, but like in reality, it's like been like one hour. So then that takes a lot of time away from like the other possibilities that you could have done. I think it's also important to remember that these like social media companies just design their app in the way that makes you like the most addicted to it like tiktok and youtube shorts or instagram reels you keep scrolling and scrolling is probably gonna make you watch more because it's just i watch youtube shorts and sometimes i just keep scrolling like it's like endless because it doesn't really end and youtube just wants you to watch as much as you can Yeah, and then that goes back to time management because uh, with the amount of time we spend on the internet and doing things, we won't get to, we, won't, we aren't managing our time as productively as we can when we're not distracted by the internet, distracted by other things. And then because of that, we won't be able to get things done on time, like assignments or projects in school. So uh, to do that, I found, um, just setting a really strict um, but reasonable schedule every day was helping me because I like having everything planned out and then I can see what I have to do next. How about you guys? Yeah, uh, adding on to Sean, um, I think like prioritizing is like a very important factor because then you, you can learn how to do like the most important things first and then leave the less important like devices and stuff after you're done with everything else. Yeah, exactly. So then you make the most of your time. And then let's say you have an assignment that's due tomorrow and then another assignment that's due a week later. I think using just to prioritize the assignments, I would do the assignment that's due tomorrow first then the assignment that's due a week later because it wouldn't make sense to do something that's due later when I have more time than to do than to not do something that's coming up really soon. Speaking of prioritizing, health always comes first. So here's our COVID safety at school PSA. Ever since COVID hit, we've had very confusing policies about whether or not we should wear a mask, what rules and guidelines we need to follow in order to stay safe and protect our loved ones. COVID-19 is not a hoax. It has infected over 38 million people alone in the U.S. and has taken over 630,000 innocent lives. Although these facts are horrifying to know, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Recently, the Pfizer vaccine has received full approval from the FDA, making it the first COVID vaccine to receive full approval from the FDA. When going back to school, we should all wear masks to prevent the spread of the disease. Wearing a mask properly is key to prevent spreading diseases to peers and loved ones. The mask goes over your mouth and nose, covering it completely. Most masks have a metal nose bridge. Press on the nose bridge till the mask rests gently on your nose. According to a study conducted in North Carolina by two Duke University scientists, if everyone wears a mask in school, it stops up to 90% of transmissions. 
Although the next part seems very silly to talk about, it's still very crucial to help stopping COVID-19 from spreading. Wash your hands, people! I mean, everyone learned how to wash their hands in elementary school. Washing hands can prevent germs and diseases from spreading from your hands onto other surfaces. It's not very hard and everyone can do it. If you aren't gonna wash your hands, at least use hand sanitizer with a 60% or higher concentration of alcohol in it. Please cough into your elbow. Even with a mask on, coughing into your elbow reduces the number of aerosols from dispersing into the air around you and will prevent the spread of the virus. Come on guys, we learned how to do this when we were four. Do not, I repeat, do not cough into your hands. Coughing into your hands is gross. It's like spitting on your hands, but worse. Imagine someone spitting on their hands and then touching things around you. You would be grossed out, right? Now coughing into your hands is the same, but 100 times worse. Do not cough into your hands. Thank you for listening to our PSA. It's no secret that school can be stressful, but it can be managed. Join activities that suit your interests so you can meet people who enjoy the same things as you and who will likely have a lot in common with. Getting enough sleep is crucial too. School is easier when your brain is refreshed. If your school hasn't started yet, start a healthy sleeping schedule to make the adjustment easier. Make sure your diet is balanced and you're getting all the nutrients that you need. Now that we've discussed feeling stress, let's add a potential reason you may be feeling this way. So, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm going to a new high school and I know like nobody there, even with my schedule that I got, I don't know anyone in my classes. So that's made me feel really nervous and uh, just like kind of scared at going to a new school because I won't know anyone there. It's all gonna be a foreign setting and it's gonna take time to adjust. But I found um, a coping method, if you would call it with that, is to just not think about it as much and look at the positive sides of going to a new school. Like I can meet new people, make new friends, and then engage in new activities and viewpoints that I've never heard before at my old school, or just listen to a different perspective from other people. Um, like Sean, I'm going to a new high school and over the summer I moved states. So the new high school I'm going to has literally nobody I know. And normally I could be fine with that because I would still get to see my friends at the park. I usually go to the park like every week, but I can't do that anymore. And so a lot of times I feel just really alone and it's sometimes kind of unbearable like no one you know is within three hours from you or like 10 hours actually. So I found that like Sean said, think about the new opportunities. And also I'm trying to think of it as a first, like a college, but like the first version of it. Cause it's basically like that. I'm going away from the place I've known for my entire life for four years. I'm going to meet new people. I'm going to get a new education. And I'm trying to think of the positives instead of the many, many negatives. Because I know that a lot of people have to move and a lot of people have to go to new schools and they all turn out fine, so. Yeah, um, my experience is kind of different since um, a lot of my friends are going to the same high school as me. So then I am experiencing like less of a struggle than you guys. 
but then like talking with my friends we all have this struggle where it's like the school is like way too big and then you have no clue where any of your classrooms are even though we had like a tour it's like nobody knows where any of their classes are and then so we're just worried about if, if we're going to be late to our first hour or something I think that's yeah. a universal experience everyone's afraid of when they go to it high schools, which are usually bigger than our middle schools. We don't really know what we're doing. And yeah, it's gonna be a learning experience for all three of us. Yeah, especially since the two buildings on my high school campus are a 15 minute walk from each other. So it's gonna be kind of tough managing like my time getting from one class to another when passing time is only 15 minutes. And then um, going to a new school moving from middle school to high school I feel like a lot of us have had this feeling that high school is going to be really really hard we're not going to have time to social not going to have time to talk it's all going to be study 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 and I feel like a lot of people around me have been super worried about how high school is going to turn out how their the four years of high school are, are going to go but I feel like what has helped me the most is that you just think about the present not too much in the future. Think about what's coming ahead. Like set small goals for yourself, like goals that you want to achieve in one month, in three months, in six months, by the end of the school year. And then you can slowly work your way up. And then by the time you know it, you're done with high school. You've accomplished all the mini goals that you set for yourself. You've got what you wanted to achieve throughout high school. And then there you go. I think a thing that makes the transition between a middle school to a high school hard is because in eighth grade, we're used to being, we know our way around things. You know, we've, we're the oldest ones at the school. We are like leaders basically. And now when you're a freshman, it's all, you have to start the entire thing all over again. You need to like make new connections and prove yourself. But the thing is, like Sean said, it's, we might get focused on the negatives, but there's so many new opportunities. And even though you might feel really small going into a school where well, I felt really small, like everyone was at least a foot taller than me. Well, it might've just felt that way. And so don't let your insecurities project onto the real world. Last but certainly not least, the educational part of school. Maybe you've seen recommendations on your For You page for studying hacks, but how many of these popular tips actually work? A popular study method is called active recall. Unlike passive methods such as highlighting, rereading, and summaries, which are proven ineffective, active recall methods include flashcards and practice tests. According to the Washington Post, these methods are much more effective in helping you remember content. Another popular studying style is the Pomodoro method. You may have heard your friends gushing about how much it works, but if you have no idea what it is, here's your beginner's intro. Pick one topic to study and work continuously for 25 minutes. Then take a quick break for five minutes. Repeat this a few times and then take a longer break. People say the Pomodoro method works because it breaks down the task into shorter, more manageable sections. Also, make sure you get a planner. A planner is the best way, in my opinion, to make sure you don't miss out on any due dates. Yeah, I definitely agree with you, Bavia. I started using a planner for my assignments and due dates instead of just a calendar on Schoology. And it helped a lot with me getting my assignments in on time and not getting penalty points for them. 
We hope you guys have taken something away from this episode, whether it is about how to balance your extracurricular activities and school or prioritizing your well-being. But everyone must take away from this that you must wash your hands and cough into your elbow. Sing the ABCs if you have to while washing. Like, seriously, do it. Going back to school this year is going to be a strange once-in-a-lifetime experience, and it certainly won't be easy. But just know that there are people in the world who do care about you and will help you through these hard times. Once again, thank you everyone for tuning tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this special back to school episode. Make sure to follow us on our social media accounts and don't forget to check out our website, all linked in the description. As always, stay safe and healthy. We'll see you later.